Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Julie John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> You are listening to Slasher Radio, and my name is Bones, and I'm joined with Kat and Rob. Guys, what's happening? Hello. Hi. Good evening. Oh, my goodness, man. We are talking to each other way too much lately. We just got done <laughs> recording some Patreon content. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other Patreon content came up, uh, just was released today. Uh uh, the commentary for Screen Three. Oh yeah, yes. I, I almost forgot oh, we did that. Maybe you blocked it out. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I bring up Patreon right away too because I forgot last week we had uh, a new member join the Patreon. We also have a new member this week. Gray Haven is a member of the fucking tier two, which has become very popular, <laughs> by the way. So uh, yeah, the the fucking tier two and Ghost that everybody knows from. Her uh, couple of appearances on this show, obviously the co-host This Hard Life with Rob, uh, has, she got the hose, man. Ooh, look at Ghost. Jeez. Funny bags. You know, I, I got to say, though, ladies and gentlemen, listen to this. I, I'm very, very disappointed that the three-tier clover, like, I thought that one would have been the hit. We've got too much good stuff on the on the hose and on the fucking tier. How the hell did the fucking tier two become the big deal on this thing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't oh, full know. disclosure, I keep forgetting what's on what tier. Uh, yeah, well, I have no idea. I, I've been brainstorming more like uh, 
text content uh, just for the Patreon blog, and I've been struggling to remember like what we already have on which thing. Well, since we're talking about it, uh, the first tier, Robert the Tier 1, has the weekly ad-free show, and you get to uh, bring up movies for our monthly Patreon pick, which we're doing this week, called The Omen Ability. So you get that. Uh, you get access to the blog Kat was talking about. Uh, the fucking Tier 2, which is pov- obviously a fan favorite, uh, you get everything in Tier 1, the post-show Easter egg. So that's another thing. Yeah, if you guys are missing that Easter egg at the end of the show, that's where it's at. The fucking Tier 2 on Patreon. That's why it's so popular. It's it's for the Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, man, between <laughs> the last two weeks, they missed out on between 15 and 20 minutes of content. Yeah. Yep. You know, and and as much as we love talking about these movies and, you know, stuff like that, like that part, that's why I've always had an attachment to the Easter egg. Like, it's just so pure and it, it's like so much funny shit. Like, I do there's know. nothing pure about it. Yes, there is. <laughs> Someone told you to suck in today's Easter egg. <laughs> oh, that's going to make the cut. I see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that it would not. <laughs> that might be the start of it. Uh, so you get that, you get access to our live stream watch along where you can watch the movie with us. Uh, you also get access to the, um, Lord, what is it? Lord Humphrey, Lord Humphrey audio entertainment network. Yeah, right, right. Okay. That's what it was. And for a limited time. Oh no, that is the limited time. Usually that, that is a three tier clover for a limited time. You get access to the Lord Humphrey audio thingy. <laughs> on the fucking tier. Come on. Tier. Come on. You're not even trying. I'm not. <laughs> you get access to that for a limited time only on the fucking tier two. So and that's stuff you don't want to miss out on. We just recorded a, the very first episode of sock value. Oh god almighty. Talking about the world of socks. We did. Uh last week we did the um the verdict with the night court thing and night, yep. we got comments in the the Patreon <laughs> asking if we could just spin it out to a full on you know, sitcom show. We did. Yes, Nesto wanted to see. Would say ugh, he said he would like to hear us talk about Taxi. Oh, Taxi's a good one, Nesto. That's a good call. Sitcom buddy. Yeah, sitcom sock buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I can't read the comments on it. I don't know how this Patreon. I don't know how it works. There's a learning curve. We're we're getting there, guys. <laughs> did you even log in? I don't know what the login is. <laughs> I just changed the password the other day. You don't pay attention. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> you will. Uh, yeah, so you get that in there. Uh, the tier the tier three clover, you get everything in one and two and the movie commentary. And you are mentioned in every episode in our description on iTunes, Spotify, all that. You're thanked in there. You're mentioned in there. You are officially part of the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the got the hose tier, uh, top tier, that uh, gets everything from the three tiers. And uh, if you want a game with me, which I've gotten a couple of requests on that, uh, if you want a game with me, got that option on there. We throw down on Xbox called the Sticks, and you get free merch every three months. So that's nice. Yeah, first one is a poster. Oh, just my face. <laughs> you know that we could do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think everybody would want one of those. That'd be so- cat. That would be pretty funny. Cat um. <laughs> would need to buy like fifty because she'll tear them up so often. Come on, 
Oh man! Like <laughs> I just picture Rob's face on a white poster and like one of those mustaches people would draw. <laughs> no, don't have people draw mustaches on. It's my poster. I do what I want. This is a serious thing. Um, yeah. So guys, go to patreon.com forward slash slasher radio. And I mean, this is all this extra content, man. Like you got to go and support indie horror, support the show. Damn it! That's how it goes around here. Welcome to my world, bitch. But this week, we are doing a Patreon pick. Yes, we are. Yes, yes, yes. And very excited about it. Yeah, yeah. On one of those tiers, by the way, you, uh, the fucking tier two and up, you get to vote on the pick of the month. So, you know, the tier one, you get to bring up a topic and the rest of them, you get to vote on it. So you got to get your, get your vote in there. And an IR Chris pick won this week. And last week was an IR Chris pick. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> this is turning into IR Chris's show. Uh, he picks good movies. What can what can we say? No, he doesn't. <laughs> Big shitty movies that. I mean, do you guys want to talk about last week's episode at all? We, can we? Yeah, oh, first it. of all, it was a it was episode one eighty two, which I didn't recognize. It made me very happy when I went to re listen to it. Um, <laughs> What's one eighty two mean? Uh, like Blink-182. Oh, it's my God. favorite number. <laughs> it made me very happy. <laughs> oh. Wow, the fucking stars and moons aligned for you that week, didn't they? It was all good. It, everything about it was just great. Oh, yeah. It's it's my favorite episode so far of Slasher Radio. Oh, it was fun. It was fun to record. <laughs> we all had such a good time. I listened back to it today, actually. And, uh, boy, Mikey... <sighs> I did feel bad. I was in pain. Yeah. You were not that, nice. Especially toward the end. Not nice. I was in pain. <sighs> but we did uh, hear from the creators of that movie on Twitter as well. We did. And nice people. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. So nice. Yeah. Even though you were you. <laughs> <laughs> they made me feel bad. You shouldn't <laughs> feel bad. I, I didn't have 0.1% of feel bad for anything I said about this movie. In fact, listening to it back, I wish I'd have said more. But these guys really were the nicest people I've ever come across on the internet. And, and like, they made me feel bad, man. I'm like, oh my God. But they yeah. did agree with me on a couple points, too. So, and I think Cap more than made up for it. My God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, about, I don't know. I don't know that a cat has put a movie over as much as she did that one. So that one made me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> it made her so happy. My score didn't even, she didn't give a fuck. Like the cube, <laughs> she was all upset and a lifelong movie. This one, she didn't even care. No. Yeah, that's what I thought. There's, there's nothing that can diminish the enjoyment that I get from bad CGI sharks. <laughs> I'll never understand, but that—I mean—that was kind of cool. That was nice of them to, you know, to, like they telling people to go listen to it, and you know, that, that was really cool. Yeah, and uh, nice. my notes are going to be featured on their Instagram. So, <laughs> if yeah. I had their Instagram, I would plug it here, but I don't. So, good luck That's <laughs> finding cool. it. I guess. <laughs> See, Kat's already. She wanted to put it on our Patreon, and she just shilled her notes away to these people, Rob. I did. She's going to leave us for them. She sold us out. Yeah, I know. Did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's it's like the it's like lowering the tier. Like I I'm planning on putting the notes on like a, a second tier patron blog. Uh, <laughs> this was the free teaser. There you go. 
Of course, now I'm committing myself to doing doodles every week on my notes, which is that's the first time I've ever done that. (laughs) And uh, now I'm committed, I guess. I just followed their Instagram. They are just a bad CGI sharks movie. (laughs) That's even better. I love it. (laughs) Are we done talking about them? Yeah. Thank God. For now. I'm never going to be done, but for now. This is so much worse than Santa Jaws. I just want to throw that out there. It really is. <laughs> that was annoying in itself. This is bad. All right, guys. Um, oh, Kat, did you confer with your friend about giving his name out or her name out? Uh, yes. And is it to no? Uh, no, uh, his name is Dan. Dan. All right. Dan. Dan the man. Dan the ball man. <laughs> <laughs> and now he regrets it. Sorry. <laughs> You had to know this was coming. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dan the Ball Man. Let's tell you about your nuts. Say, everybody have seen my balls? They're big and salty and brown. If you ever need a quick pick me up, just stick my balls in your mouth. Ooh, Guys, you got to go over to manscaped.com. The Lawnmower 4.0 is among us and under us and between us. Yes. Between us. Between us. thing looks like a bee. I'm telling you, it's the Jason X of Nutshell. It sure is. All right, and Dan. So if you don't go over to manscaped.com and check out the stream, I mean, it, it look, I honestly, I still can't get over it. I looked at it again today because I had, my friend was saying he shaved his nuts. And uh, I was telling him, like, you need to go to Manscaped. I sent him the picture and I looked it over again. I, I can't get over how, like, I know it's ha ha he he and nut trimmer, but my God, man, this thing's a piece of machinery. Yeah, it is. It looks good. Um, it's a yeah, serious piece of machinery. I mean, you're putting that thing on your nuts. Right. Right. I mean, it's got an enhanced LED light, adjustable blade, skin-safe technology. I, I mean, if you really look into everything that they're doing over here in Manscaped, it's weird how they've, like, they've really broken down grooming to a science. Yeah. I, and I think it's safe to say they are changing the world one ball sack at a time. <laughs> oh, easily. Yeah, um, because not only can you can you get them uh, nice and shaved and smooth, but then you can slap that stuff on there and make them smell nice. Oh, you talking about my crop reserver right now? Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Get rid of that stank that normally that you know that ball stank and get rid of that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. I'm telling you what, guys. I, I told you last week, and I'm going to say it again. If you don't get the ball deodorant, the crop preserver, guys, don't bother washing your balls anymore. Don't even fucking do it. Don't do it. Don't, 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 don't do any of. It. Don't even wipe too close to them when you take shit. None of that, man. I'm telling you, this thing, it changes lives. It does. It really does. And uh, you know, um, Dan, this is very important. You can you can uh, use this thing. Go down to the bus station. You know, you can you can meet a nice lady down there, and you know what? You'd be like, look, you don't even have to clean me up. Just look, check this out. You know, and just uh, flop the balls out. At the bus station, let us see him. We talked about this, and um, you said this was okay, so <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I, I guarantee you, Dan would not be the first person that week to pull his nuts out at the bus station, so it'll be fine. Uh, once again, Slasher Radio does not condone pulling your balls out at the bus station. This is a disclaimer we are not legally binded to you pulling out your nuts at a bus station. Please don't do it. Bob, what's the matter with you? I'm trying to help out Dan. He's preparing for the dating advice podcast. That's right. That's right. I got a dating advice podcast coming up. I got to, you know, 
That's a little, that's a little taste of what you can get with the Patreon, folks. <laughs> Someone coming up at you at a bus station with their nuts out. But look, if you're hanging out at the bus station, you know, that's, you're going to get what you're going to get. People, when you go to the bus station, you got to expect Dan to do bus station things. I, I suppose, but that aside, I, I mean, they have everything that you need for male grooming. We talked about the lawnmower 4.0. The crop reserver, the crop, crop reviver, the spray mm-hmm. from the on the go. Mm. Mm-hmm. And don't forget the uh, the underwear. Uh, yeah, there's your underwear, yeah. Oh, boy, I love those underwear. Mm-hmm. They're very soft, very nice. Yeah. I am trading in all of my underwear for Manscaped underwear. Now, Rob, what if Manscaped made underwear, uh, made socks? That match your socks. Yeah, what if they made... What <laughs> I they, would love that. Yeah. I would love that. Get on it, Manscaped. In the same material, imagine. Oh, my goodness. Oh, your nuts and your feet will never feel so much better. Yeah, my feet are jealous <laughs> of my nuts. <laughs> you hear that, Dan? Sweet Jesus. His feet are jealous of his nuts. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, so go to manscaped.com. If you're going to check them out, which you really need to do, and uh, what we've, we've been saying it, at least give them a look. It is the least yeah, that's free but if you do go over there and do decide to pick something up make sure you use the fan sided 20 promo code because that'll save you 20 percent off and free shipping come on yeah free shipping that's that's the 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 zinger of the deal right there because shipping is just outrageous anymore it is i can't believe you told people to pull their nuts out of the gas station <laughs> bus station not the gas oh, station geez. my former friend you um. can't you can't do it at a gas station come on yeah you owe cat a friend now no man he's never gonna talk to him again. <laughs> no it'll be fine i think i don't know i don't know dan <laughs> <laughs> I hope she, he don't try and find you a friend at the bus station cat. I could. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll be making friends. <laughs> no, I just think about Rob going up to someone at the bus station pulling his nuts out. Hey, I got somebody I want you to meet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I love these reads so much. It, it's, it's the best thing for me. All right, guys. Are you ready to get into the news? Do we have to? Kind of. There was something I wanted to talk about in the news this week, and now I don't even remember what it was. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, Kat. Well, I'm sad. (laughs) Well, guess what? I forgot to look up any news. Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. Please, part two is out this week. Oh, <laughs> I don't think it? that's what it was. Um, I'm also excited about that. Um, yeah, I'm sort of excited about that, but leery as well. I don't know. The trailers look okay. I don't think it's gonna be as good as the first one. Yeah. I don't think there's any way it could be. I, I was gonna say I don't think there's. It, it, it's just. The Quiet Place was such a big movie, you know, and that mm-hmm. buzz and that energy around it, you're not going to recreate that. But the last two movies that I've seen in theater have been Spiral from the Book of Saw and The Fucking Hunt. So <laughs> I'm the bar's dropping continuously for me. That's true. There's a there's a new shark movie coming out called Great White. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Why? 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 Why do we have to? I'm trying sharks? to find news. You had to talk about sharks. That's news. 
Come on. We talked about this. <laughs> uh, Alexander Aja has apparently got a choose your own adventure horror movie coming out. That's exciting. Yeah. I love that. I love him. He's very good. He is very good. He's also working on a sequel to Crawl. Yes. Yeah, which I really enjoyed. That's that's gonna be one of those things. It's not technically a shark movie, but Mikey's gonna outlaw from the show. Probably. probably. Yeah, probably, yeah. Did yeah. you see Crawl, Mikey? Nope. That's yeah, a good movie. It's so fun. Yeah. The Conjuring is coming out soon too. Ugh. June fourth. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I don't like the Conjuring movies at all. I don't mind the, the actual Conjuring films. It's the side stuff that sucks. <sighs> Annabelle? What the fuck? Anyway, okay. I have I have a couple things lined up now. Uh, by the way, our new theme music for Hump of the News with Rob Humphrey, our new segment, made by John Brennan from uh, Joe Bob Briggs. The last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs, yeah. Yeah. What about that? Which I missed tonight, but he did a, a Maniac Cop double feature, which I'm excited to go back and rewatch because I like those movies. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and I think Bruce Campbell was on the show. That's even more fun. Well, yeah. way to step on my toes, you bastard. Oh, did I? Sorry. <laughs> Keeping with the Joe Bob Briggs, uh, thank you, Johnny Brennan, John Brennan for uh, the theme. Uh, Bruce Campbell guest stars on Shutter's The Last Driveman. <laughs> Right. Bob Briggs. Uh, along with William Lustig, too, right? Oh, I don't know. All right. <laughs> I think he was on there, too. Well, if you're listening to this now, you missed it, but they can go back and watch past episodes on Shutter whenever they want, right? Yeah, it'll probably be up tomorrow, um, at least in the U.S. I don't know how it works in other countries, but usually um, if I miss it, I'll go back and watch it on like uh, Sunday or Monday. It's usually up by then for sure. Right. Um, so yeah, you can you can always go back and, and watch them, and they've got uh, past seasons up there too. Uh, it's uh, I you know if you're not watching it, I mean I, I really enjoy the show. I think it's a lot of fun, so it's it's worth checking out, especially if you already pay for Shutter. Yeah, it's got that fun community experience when you sit down and watch it live too, because people will do live tweets on on Twitter. Yeah, doing it live is the best way to do it. That's my favorite. Like it's it's not at all bad because I. I almost always end up missing the live ones, but um, yeah, I, that is the best way to do it if you get the opportunity. Well, because of our recording schedule, I almost always miss the second movie. And then the last two weeks, I have missed the first movie because of my napping schedule. <laughs> ah, the infamous napping schedule, Rob. Yeah, I, I missed both movies tonight, but uh, it, it's uh, Maniac Cop 1 and 2, and I'm looking forward to watching those. I do see Rob participating in the, the live tweets. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Not a big live tweeter. No. The one time I did that, I got suspended, <laughs> and it yeah. was for a fucking American Horror Story. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not gonna get going on that. Yeah. No, you can catch me doing that in uh, any sort of WWE or AEW pay per view. Yeah. Wrestling events, I'll be uh, live tweeting though. Next up, here you go, Cat. Black Eyed Kids, the urban Yay. legend that we've all known about, is coming to life with Tobin Bell. Yeah, this was the one I wanted to talk about. <laughs> what the hell is that? I don't even know what that is. You're like the one we all know about, but I don't know nothing about <laughs> well, it. I've never heard of it. You never heard of Black, Black Eyed, Eyed Kids? Kids? No, what the hell is that? I heard of Black Eyed Peas. 
I'll talk about Oh, it's Bernie. the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw them once in concert. Uh, yeah, th- that, no, it's just, all it is is like, you know, the children in those movies, like pretty much every paranormal movie, they just have black eyes. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah, they ask it. you if they can uh, come into the house and... No, not if you ain't got no eyes. No. <laughs> That's the correct answer. You you yeah. survived, black yeah. eye kids. <laughs> no, we'll shut the door. Done. Is this the one with Tobin Bell and Tony Todd? I did see that they were doing something together. No. Uh. Oh yeah. No, this is not it. That's okay. called the bunker. I was just gonna yeah. ask what they're doing together. Yeah. yeah. It's not this. The bunker. Yeah. So. Uh. I mean, you know, Tobin Bell's awesome. I mean, uh, Rob, you even gotta admit. Tobin Bell's really good, right? Yeah, he's good. Okay. I don't care for John Kramer, but he's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited about this. I'm also excited about The Bunker, because I also really like Tony Todd. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Uh, but The Black Eyed Kids has a lot of... There are a lot of really good short stories that are written about them. So I'm kind of excited to see. I'm always nervous when an urban legend gets adapted into something, because usually those suck. But yeah. I have my fingers crossed because Tobin Bell's usually in stuff that I end up liking. Except when they do a whole bunch of them in a movie called Urban Legend. Whoa, <laughs> it's awesome. Whoa. Hey. What? No, I said, was, said that's awesome. I said oh. it's awesome. That's that's the exception that. that I'm sorry. Cool. Yeah. I hear Rob bring up a movie I like and I just immediately get defensive. <laughs> I apologize. No, I like Rob. Urban Legend. That's a good movie. I love that movie. Maybe a little too much. Calm down. No, I really <laughs> like that movie. <laughs> it's not that good. So, Dan, what you do is you go to the bus station. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Dan. I know. Yeah, that was a mistake. It's hard being friends with me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, next up, let's just get this out. We got a lot of news this week. That's funny because we just had zero news like five minutes ago. And poof, the rabbit comes out of the house. <laughs> uh, Rob Zombie forms a band. New oh, band. I saw this. Yeah. Oh boy, this is only in here, ladies and gents, just to piss off Rob's soul purpose. Uh, uh, what's it called? The the Rats of L.A. or something? Uh, L.A. Rats. Oh, yeah. Nikki Six, and then a, a couple other guys I never heard of. Hmm. Where the hell did they get Nikki Six from? Like, where, what the, how did you pull that off? He's Nikki Six. I mean, what's Molly Crew doing these days? Oh no, I agree, but like, damn, that's big, man. Mm. I don't know. It's the same way they got like. Johnny Depp got Alice Cooper in his band or whatever, you know? <laughs> That's big, though, man. Go for Rob Zombie. Yeah. Right? Yeah, great. He's amazing. I'm sure it's, uh, I'm sure it's terrific. I haven't I haven't listened to it, so I don't know. I did uh, his last album, the the one that just came out. Uh, I don't remember the stupid name it had. Yeah. Uh, I did uh, attempt to listen to that. I made it um, 35 seconds in before I turned it off. No. Wow. Maybe I'll make it a full minute into this one. Who knows? Fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> yeah. I uh, attempted to listen to my Halloween vinyl from uh, Waxworks and didn't get very far. Amazing looking though. Really? That's that's a lot of cool songs, isn't it? Oh, it, it's, I don't think it's like his music. It is his music. Oh, it is. Yeah, some of it's his music. Like the songs. Here's the thing. I when talking about his music is really kind of unfair because it's just not the kind of music that I like. Right, like, right. he could be very good at it. I have no idea because that's not what I listen to. Oh, he is. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. you know, I, I have no clue. Um, it's just not for me. No. Uh, no. So, I, you know, but I, yeah. 
I did uh, I did attempt to listen to his, his last album. And yeah, about that 35 seconds or so. And I was like, eh, not for me. Done. I'm the yes. same way. Yeah, I, I respect it, though. Yeah. I went to the record store today and I picked up the new album from Counting Crows. That's where I'm at. Uh, and it's a big jump from Counting Crows to Rob Zombie. Yeah. Cat, we, we were trying to figure out during the commentary for the Patreon. <laughs> we were trying. We had her between yeah. Death Metal and uh, what was it? Taylor Swift? Taylor said, Swift. Taylor Swift or Death Metal. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, where are you at with that cat? With Rob Zombie? I I like Rob Zombie well enough, like when the music comes on, but it's never, I've never been like, you know what I want to listen to right now is Rob Zombie. Like it's never happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, when it comes on, it's like, oh, this is pretty good. And then I just, the desire is only ever there when I'm already listening to it. Now, how do you feel about Counting Crows, cat? Uh, they're they're uh, it's honestly it's kind of the same way in, in yeah. a much calmer way. Like when they're on, it's like this is pretty good. Uh, yeah. But I would never put on Counting Crows if it was just uh, listening to music. They are one of my favorite bands, but it's a time and place thing for me. Mm-hmm. I think their first album that came out that was you know huge was the soundtrack to like the summer between uh, my senior year of high school and my freshman year of college. Like, yeah. that was all we listened to. Um, so yeah, I've been a fan of theirs for a long time. I have uh, a lot of I, bands like that where it's like they're very nostalgic for me, um, mm-hmm. and I'll probably like them forever for that reason. But yeah, I also picked up the um, the missing piece of my John Carpenter albums. I had Lost Themes one and Lost Themes three, and it just so happens they had a copy of Lost Themes two at the record store today, so I picked Ooh, that up. That's exciting. See, John Carpenter, I have, not very often, but on occasion, I have listened to John, John Carpenter, like, yeah. outside of it occurring naturally. <laughs> yeah, and I really like his music. I, I think he does a really uh, great job on those albums. And, of course, the you know, the scores that he's done over the years have been great, too. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping, uh, once things open up a little bit more, maybe he goes back out on tour, I'd like a chance to see him live. I feel like Bobby rushed the stage. <laughs> no, him. it's the only time, though... He played Chicago a few years ago, and it's the only time I seriously considered buying uh, paying for a meet and greet package. Oh, that'd be fucking amazing, wouldn't it? Oh, but, wow. Um, I ended up not even going to the show. How but, much was that? <laughs> uh, it wasn't that expensive, really. A couple hundred bucks. That's it? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't super expensive. You would think that'd be a grand, at least. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really remember, but I've never paid for a meet and greet before, but that one I, I probably would have. Damn. Uh, all right next up you can go to bloodydisgusting.com for a contest uh, to win a massive supernatural dvd box set and i mean i don't i'm not into supernatural or nothing i know a lot of people are which is why you know i figured bring it up uh this thing though looks fucking awesome like it's a box set it's it's kind of like close to without all the bells and whistle extras the Friday the 13th box set. Well, it has to be huge because the show was on for like yeah. a thousand years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I never really watched it. You were like, there's a contest at Bloody Disgusting and I was like opening up a tab and you're like for Supernatural and I closed that tab. <laughs> See, I thought that for some reason I would have thought you'd love that show. Okay? I, I hate that show. I, I feel so bad because I, oh, I 
everyone that I know likes that show except for me, <laughs> and I, I have nothing but uh, love for Supernatural fans now. Uh, but I used to get into fights with them because I was doing for a while. I was running a paranormal blog, and it, at least twice a day I would have Supernatural fans saying, "Well, how Sam and Dean did it," and it's like, no. Don't start with me. <laughs> Just don't. Yeah. I watched, um, it, it was, I don't know if it still is or not, but the show was on Netflix. And I was like, all right, I'm going to check this out. I think I watched the first handful of episodes. It was okay, but I, not enough for me to keep watching. It, first of all, like, when it first started airing, it advertised itself as so much scarier than it was. And I got my hopes up, like, too high. And then also, th there was this thing where they would just get stuff wrong, where it was like, I, and, and I understand, you know, like adapting stuff, uh, putting your own spin on lore or whatever, but they, they did an urban legend episode that just didn't make any sense, where they're like, <laughs> just, they're just doing like weird stuff that's based around urban legends, but then there's like no scary you know, final line to anything and they're just, like, investigating around college campuses and, like, it, it missed the spirit so much of the urban legends and at the time I was I was so into lore for stuff that it was... They just could have done more research and been a little bit more authentic, I think. It, it would have made it a little bit grittier. Um, yeah. But... You know, if, you, if you're just in it for, like, the characters, it's it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. The one guy was good in the Bloody Valentine remake. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of shows that people loved, and I loved for a short period of time, that it's coming back. They're bringing back Night Court. No, <laughs> not fucking Night Court. They uh, are well, bringing they back are. Night Court. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Other than Night Court, uh, they're bringing back Ghost Hunters for Discovery Plus. Uh, we had got a press release email on that I forgot about a few days ago. Oh. Mm. Yeah, they're bringing back Jason and Steve and Dave Tango. I never liked that show. OG Crit. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was all like, everything was green and stupid. And I was like, this sucks. I loved it when it started. I loved it when they would do interviews with people. Um, and then there would be like the reaction gift sets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, how much of the show I actually bought, you know, is another story, but. It was entertaining. I, I liked watching it. It was fun. Then it just got... Yeah. yeah, I don't want to watch anything with that much night vision unless it's somebody tracking Bigfoot. Unless it's a pool cleaner moving? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> What? Uh, that was not green. Yeah, what, what cat? What the fuck I didn't is that? Know. I didn't watch that one. I'm sorry. Yeah. I assumed this whole time I've been imagining that it was night yeah. vision. It's slightly blurred, but it's not a yeah, damn. What I do for that? Sorry. Have you guys seen the the docu series on Hulu Sasquatch? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, it. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but it looks amazing. It's about these people who were convinced their friends were murdered by Bigfoot, and so they go out to look for him. <laughs> I cannot wait. It's going to be great. I'm not going to lie. I, when Rob said he's not going to watch that much night vision unless I thought there was going to be a Paris Hilton line in no, there somewhere. Yeah, not going to lie. Paris, baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alright, moving along from that. Uh, you can... Jesus, this is annoying. You can win, or, or well, technically win. You can bid on and win a film used Jason Voorhees mask. Guess from what movie? 
Is it Jason Takes Manhattan? <laughs> nope. Oh, I'd be happy as hell about that. Nope, not Jason Takes Manhattan. Jason Goes to Hell. Yep. Why the fuck does this movie keep coming up? I don't know. How much is it? How, oh, all right, hold on, because I'm interested, though. <laughs> Rob, you're going to be uninterested very quickly. Okay. It the, the bidding is up at a place called PropStore.com, and uh-huh. I'm going to see. I don't know if the bidding even actually began yet. Like, I think it's a scheduled thing. I don't know. But, oh, wait. Yeah, no, it's June 29th through July 1st. Okay. And it's actually signed by King Flippin' Hotter. And uh, they're expecting for this thing to go for about 20 grand. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I am looking at the stuff that they have on here, though. Yeah. Imagine. Uh, it's it's all in euros or <laughs> pounds or funny money, though, so I don't know Yeah. how much any of this stuff really is. Well, yeah, I mean... I, don't get me wrong. If I had twenty grand to throw away, even though it's Jason goes to hell, I I would get this mask because it's not on that Jason. It'd be on my dresser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's really cool looking. I'm mad that Kane Hodder signed it. I probably wouldn't want that. I feel like that's, that's a problem. I don't like like that kind of stuff. I don't really want it signed. I don't want somebody writing on it. Sign the back of it is what you should do. Yeah, yeah. That, that he signed it right on the forehead, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, who's what's that writing on? That's some asshole that thinks he's Jason. Oh, come on now, <laughs> wrote on Be the nice. damn thing. Be nice. Tarnished it. Uh, all right, so the last thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think this it might be a little bit of conversation here. The new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie is going to be told as a dark comedy, which I think is because uh, what's his name, uh, Toby Hooper, wanted to do that. And he's seen which one? The second one is that? Mm-hmm. Well, he said he saw the first one is that, too. But. Oh, the first one, too. Right, right, right. Yeah, so I think it's cool because they would take his vision and try and bring it to life. I just think they're going to fucking... If they stick true to that, they will ruin this movie. They'll probably mess it up. Yeah. They don't do... They, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they don't do the sequels or anything right. I mean, the remake was, was good, but they never get them right. I'm nervous about it. I... There aren't a lot of directors that I trust right now to do uh, horror comedy mm-hmm. now. And when I read it, at first I was kind of excited because it's like, oh, that's kind of the spirit that Texas Chainsaw was supposed to be in. Right. I-, I think it's fun that they're going back to that vision, uh, especially since the first Texas Chainsaw, like the original, was not received as a comedy in any sense. <laughs> uh, I think it's still one of like the most... It- it- it's very upsetting film like it's held up really well um but it's not particularly funny and so it's like i i got so excited to see them going back to that idea and then it's like am i though yeah yeah. (laughs) like do we know who's directing uh i'd feel better if well actually i might feel worse if i knew who was directing it maybe i would feel better (laughs) i don't know Mm-hmm. Deadline reports that Kurt Shaw's ambiguous entertainment. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it might be out by now. I'm sure it probably is. I'd imagine since we've got this much from it. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm just scared to look in, into anything about this movie because I don't want to get too excited about it. So I've been kind of keeping away. And this, this is. I feel like it's another spiral situation. And I'm sorry, Cat, but it's like. The writing's on the wall for this to be terrible, 
and it's like I, I feel like I'm gonna start ignoring it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we all kind of knew what that spot was gonna be, but we kept that hope. And it's like, ah. Uh... Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I was I was in some strong denial about Spiral because I was like, I also thought the writing was on the wall for like final chapter and Jigsaw, and right. I, I ended up being okay with both of those. But yeah, I there was a part of me that knew <laughs> uh, about Spiral. Yeah, I mean, going going into Spiral, my thought was, I mean, it's a Saw movie, of course it's not going to be good. <laughs> but I, I wasn't prepared for the level of how not good it was. I don't know. I do not know. But that's it. I got. For, that's all I got for news, guys. All right. Yeah. Um. I I, I have one more thing for the news, but oh, it's okay. more of a question. I I had heard somewhere that they're doing a new Pet Cemetery remake. Yeah, Is they are. True. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just did it. They're making a sequel to that one. Okay. Oh. Is is that what it is? Is what I think. Okay, because that makes me feel a, a little bit bad. I don't think it requires a prequel if i'm being honest it was not that good but it does make me a little bit happier than like i i thought they were just flat out remaking pet cemetery and it's like what no see <laughs> stop i don't <laughs> know from what i've seen it looks like that but i meant to tell you guys because we had talked about it i recently watched the pet cemetery remake for the first time yeah i kind of liked it no, oh, of course you did no. yeah i was like i was sitting there like, what the hell are they talking about that's not good it's not good, Mikey. It's good, I thought. Uh, but I, I have a hot take for you. I don't think the original Pet Cemetery is all that great. Honestly, it's not. I. It's not. It's <laughs> all right. It's good. I felt really bad because I I walked out of the remake just like all incensed, and I was like, "How could they do this to a classic and <laughs> one of my favorite movies of all time?" Like I I was really upset about it, and then I realized I hadn't seen the original in a while, and I rewatched it, and it's like, huh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's just not it's I mean it's fine. Very overrated. Yeah. That's the problem with it. Yeah. And that's what I mean, like from the standard of the original not being, you know, amazing, this wasn't that bad. I would probably watch this over the original if I had to sit down and just put a movie down. I I'm telling you. That twist with the kid? Oh man. You mean when they buried him at cemetery? Well, no, I mean, like, you know, it was the young boy that died in the original. Yeah, that would have been really effective if it hadn't yeah. been in the trailer. In the, yeah. Oh, yeah, was it? It was in the trailer, yeah. See, I don't, that's why I don't watch <laughs> that shit, man. I, I, this got so much hype, I stood away from it for so long. That was a movie where I stopped watching trailers. Yeah, I don't watch trailers either, but I don't go out of my way to avoid them. So when I go to the theater... And they show trailers, you know, like yeah. I just, I watch them. I mean, I know, I know people who are crazy about it and will go like out in the hall and wait for the trailers to be over and stuff. I'm not doing all that nonsense. See, I know someone who will not go to the whole fucking movie if they miss the trailers. Yeah. They'll be yeah. furious. It's weird. <laughs> but so I, and there was a stretch of time where every time I went to the movies, they were showing the Pet Cemetery trailer. Oh, yeah. They really, really hyped up that movie. Every time you turned on your TV, they were showing that damn trailer. I, I never paid attention to it, dude. I just yeah. looked the other way. Well, you saved yourself some spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> see? They went, like, really spoiler-heavy. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, the kid's safe. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had no idea. So, anyway, uh, we'll see how that turns out. 
You guys have bad taste in movies. No. Come on. No. <laughs> I think we proved last week who has bad taste in movies and who doesn't. Gee, we sure fucking did. Damn thing almost got Slasher Radio approved. Fucking that would have been hell. Guys, we have a Patreon pick for this week, which means I didn't get to pick the damn movie, which sucks. You sure didn't. No, sure fucking didn't. The winner of the, the monthly Patreon pick is IR Chris. This is his movie again for two weeks in a row. Uh, it's called Psycho Gorman, and it's a damn Canadian film. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was Canadian. It sure was. Sure was. Uh, it was came out in 2020. What do you guys think of this thing? Um, <laughs> had you seen it before? This was my second time watching it. Never heard of it. And I feel unlike past rewatches where I haven't liked the movie as much on uh, on rewatch. Uh, I felt exactly the same about this movie both <laughs> times. Uh, I really want to like this movie, but it just won't let me. <laughs> There's a few things that, that I really like about it, but there's probably more that I dislike. Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How do you <laughs> not like this movie and you can't like it, but you can like bad CGI sharks? Bad CGI sharks worked for me. This one didn't. How? Uh, first of all, the biggest flaw this movie has is the damn kid. The, the little um, the girl the little girl Mimi, Mimi or whatever her name is um and it's not the actress by the way the actress is fine she did great yeah uh, the actress is fine the character is super super annoying yeah it is um and I have to spend way too much time with that character in this movie that's my biggest complaint um I I'm gonna go ahead uh get ahead of this I loved Psycho Goreman huge fan. Uh, that was my biggest complaint because I, I, I went through kind of the same thing. I was back and forth on this one. Uh, I've I watched it twice. I watched it last night and then I actually rewatched it today because I was a little bit drunk last night. Um, <laughs> but it's it's so weird because I I would get so excited about it and then she would be there for just a little bit too long and I would get really annoyed. And then, like, something else amazing would happen, and I would be back in, and then she would say something, like, that was kind of funny or kind of endearing. She'd have a good line, and I'd be like, okay, I can get used to the kid. It's, I feel like if I had watched it when I was younger, uh, when I was a little bit closer to her age, I would have liked her a lot better. But as, as an adult, it's like, who is raising this child and why? Like, how how is one of their children so normal and well-adjusted and the other one is Mimi? Like, yeah, she was a lot. The parents are terrible characters, too. Just awful. Char- that That's my uh, probably my biggest problem with the movie is the characters are just awful. When the movie starts, the dad is like, you know, they're like, oh, somebody has to fill in the hole. And everybody's like. Oh, it has to be dad. And then he does that thing where he like picks up the shovel and then he goes, Oh, I hurt my hand. And I thought, Oh, ha, ha, you know, they're just being silly or whatever. Yeah. But no, they really just hate each other. And he's just a lazy fuck and she's a nagging bitch. And they should have gotten divorced years ago. And they're terrible people. I can't stand either one of them. 
See, that's the I really liked them. Uh, for like the first, or and it was the hand thing. It was the same thing because it was like uh, my first watch. I didn't notice that he was wearing the uh wrap on his hand immediately. So yeah. I I was just I really liked his dialogue. I thought he was really funny. I liked the delivery. Um, and it was pretty late into it. It, it wasn't until they actually started fighting that I was like, oh, he's legit not a great person. <laughs> like. Yeah, they're both terrible. They're both awful. And and by the way, the person who fills that hole in is the kid who dug it in the real world, right? Yeah, that seems like, like such an it, obvious. If you're in trouble yeah. for digging a giant hole. Right, right. Like, there's no way. Like, if I had dug a hole like that in my parents' <laughs> yard and then be like, oh, you fill it in, Dad. I would have got my ass beat, oh, you yeah. know, <laughs> thrown into the hole with a shovel on top of me, probably. Yeah, that would have been a mess. The, the, the punishment is cleaning up the mess. It always right. is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's a shame because before that, there is the line, uh, where Mimi asks if, uh, monsters are real, mm -hmm. uh, and, and says that she, she requests that her parents at least, uh, make sure that Luke dies before her. And the dad's just like, uh, you, you know, the mom's like, that's terrible. And the dad's like, but okay. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. he just, I, there was something about the delivery. I just, I really appreciated right up until the point they started fighting. And it was like, huh. <laughs> yeah I, they're and again uh, just like with mimi it's not the actors that i don't like their performances are fine everything's, yeah, they did great. everything's really good there but the characters are just ugh, this is awful like I, why do i want to spend any time with these people like i wish this alien would just kill all these people and be done with it <laughs> um yeah i didn't i i really didn't like this movie all that much uh what did you think of it though mike uh I'm very back and forth with this. I'm very back and forth with it. I'm, I was about to say I like it, then I'm like, wait a minute. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it, see, it's weird because it did so many things really cool and really well. I want to like it. I do want to like it. But I, I, I don't know. It's like we also have to look at we're going to have the conversation. Is it a horror movie? You know, like that's in there. And it's like, I, I would have liked it when I see something that cool. I kind of would like to see the dark side of it. You know, it's kind of like a, it, it's came across as like a wishmaster kind of creature, sort of. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And it's like that movie, like that's what I thought of. And that movie was so much darker than this. And it's like, uh, they could have did more. To me, this, the biggest uh, problem I think with this movie, even bigger than the characters, is watching it, it feels like a real try-hard movie. It's trying to be a cult classic, and that never works. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's what they were going for with this movie, and that just does not work. Um, and so there are they, they overreach a lot of times, and it, um, it ruined the movie for me. Did you like this thing, Kat? I did. I, I really did. It's it's one of those things. It had problems. There were I don't think I've ever bounced back and forth so aggressively between really liking and disliking a movie because when I didn't like it, I seriously didn't like I would get annoyed. I'd get frustrated. But it, the good outweighed the bad. And I think it ended uh, on the good, which I think is why I like it more. I think if it had ended on a note that I hadn't appreciated, I, I would have 
fallen on the side of I hate this movie, but it, it bounced back and forth and th- it did do some things that I really appreciated. Uh, it had some surprises for me, which not a lot of movies do. Yeah. It has some really great moments. Um, I just think for every great moment, there's something that really offset it for me. You know, I like I, <laughs> when they were trying to get help for Psycho Gorman after he had been hurt <laughs> and they uh, wanted to summon the dad and the dad was in the bathroom. <laughs> And he had to keep giving him directions. <laughs> yeah, he kept coming back and giving him directions. And he's like just appearing and shouting at him. Like that was really good. It was really funny and it was really well done. Um, but for every moment of that, there was a stupid moment like, you know, them running over the head on the road or whatever yeah. that just took me right back out of it. Uh, that song was catchy, though. You know, yeah. I'm the heck in best. <laughs> you know, I'd listen to that. The song was really catchy. <laughs> oh, God. It was maybe too catchy. It's going to be in my head forever now. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) Um, But then a lot of things that I see online that people really like about this movie, I thought was, you know, those, those reaching attempts to become that cult classic movie. Like, you know, the, the line about the hunky boys, everybody seems to really like that. I really liked the line about the hunky boys. See, Uh, To me, I I was just like, all right, you're, you're just trying now for something that isn't, it just doesn't feel natural. It feels like you're trying too hard. I was really, at first, because I had seen a bunch of lines about that as well, and I had seen, uh, there was a post on Twitter, someone was asking whether or not Psycho Gorman would be invited to the Pride Parade with the Babadook, and I was like, what is going on with this? Uh, And it got to the line about the Hunky Boys, and I really wasn't uh, that impressed, but then there is just that moment that I really appreciated, where he's just like, or do I? And it's like, that's, I get it, It's, it's a fun time. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I don't know. It, it just felt a little tryhardy to me. I and I can see it coming across that way. I, I think part of it is that uh, there aren't a lot of like there just isn't enough gay representation in horror. That's good. Uh, mm, and, that's and I the think key it, of it. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I I think it makes even like the tryhardy things. It's like well, at least someone is trying. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that. I just, you know, I just don't think it makes for a great moment in the movie, or, or at least not in this movie. But, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I get that side of it, too, I guess. I also really liked, um, it does feel kind of, as as someone that plays a lot of Dungeons & Dragons, um, as someone that runs horror campaigns in... I know I know all about it. Yeah. Uh, a tabletop setting. Uh then I'm sure you appreciate the name of the planet is Gygax. Made me very Absolutely. happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have no idea what that means. I, Gary Gygax, the inventor of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> oh, so it, it, it started off on like, a, was that a D&D reference? And then it, it does have kind of that tabletop. Because I, I try several times a week to scare players and there's always this thing where it's like the villain is monologuing about their tragic like past and then people are like in the back playing like card games or dancing or like whatever and it it does just kind of have that like if tabletop role-playing games were real they'd be ridiculous and and that was something i kind of appreciated about the movie was like uh, there were these really serious moments that were just offset by like other dumb things that were going on, and the uh, yeah. a, a lot of the costume design reminded me of like very intricate cosplay, and there there was just something about it that felt like very nerdy to me. I felt like this movie was a cross between 
Lord of the Rings, Repo, and Star Wars. And I, I don't know why the fuck that those things would ever come together, but I drew, I really do feel like that's kind of like a little bit of Wishmaster sort of all mixed together. You guys see that at all? Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've only seen things. Star Wars out of that. Well, oh, I've yeah. seen Wishmaster too, but I haven't seen that. You haven't seen it. But yeah, it, it definitely, there were scenes where you got that repo style vibe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The very strange combination. I, <laughs> like, I was like, what the hell? I, I, cause when they go back to Gygax, when they wait, have all the flashback scenes, it's just, it's got that like very gritty, very dark, um, but stylized. Uh, the whole movie was very stylized. Um, and paired yeah. with that darkness, it, it did kind of feel like that repo setting. But, and I, like when they went back to the, I don't know what those people were, like the council or whatever that was meeting about how to destroy him. The Templar, stuff. yeah. Yeah, I just, like those characters just seemed all stupid. You know, like, I, I don't know. I just wasn't into it. When there any of their scenes. Like, I didn't like any of the scenes with them. I like that there was just a brain in in yeah. a contraption. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, that was okay, I guess. But you know, like the jokes they tried to make with them and stuff. Like, I never did understand sports. It's like, all right, haha, gotcha. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Scott, because it's a very important question, and I mentioned it before. Is this a horror? Because fourteen minutes in, we had a really cool, gory scene. It was awesome, but it's like, and there were a couple other ones there. You know, the ending as well. But was it enough to consider this a horror movie? I think so. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's enough of that stuff throughout. I mean, you know, you've got the scene with the cop in the middle of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I will say I was a little disappointed because I, I do think that first... Uh, it's called Psycho Goreman, and they hit such a high note at the beginning uh, with mm-hmm. the gore. And that did falter a little bit in, right. in place of just like more abstract body horror, which is also it was cool. I liked it. Like, I don't have a lot of complaints there, um, but I it, it was a little bit of a letdown in comparison to how what a high note they hit starting off. Right. Right. And and I, I think that's a good point, Kat, because I, I, I think you got to give it as a horror movie. I do think it kind of leaned. I don't even know, like sci-fi and comedy it swayed a lot but i think you got to put it in that little horror uh bubble slightly but i i do feel like it it felt like it wasn't enough in there the gore and the blood but like you said like you kind of just expect it on maybe a higher level because i mean they're giving you brajol right out of 15 minutes in and then it was not anywhere near towards that kind of movie so you got balls putting that much out that early. They did have, uh, and I think something that kind of it doesn't help their case too much because it, it starts with the, uh, <laughs> there are a bunch of humans that are killed in like really just horrific, unimaginably painful ways. And then th- the other really gory scene uh, is is the battle scene with the paladins. Was it the paladins that they were fighting? Um and it's just like it they were monsters and there was some cool body horror stuff in their designs which was nice um it was like a a subtle little touch that that made me happy but like even when they start just like leaking out blood on one another it's like well these aren't there's something just that's more horrifying about it being like human violence and that was something that this missed out on a little bit it 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. That human touch. Yeah. I, this was a Chris. Chris is something else, man. Chris is something else. <laughs> you say that again. God damn. He really is. I, I do want to say this, though. The effects in this movie were great in every fashion. Like, they looked phenomenal. You guys agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. See, I thought they were just okay. I didn't. What? Yeah. There were some things I thought just looked weird. I don't know. Oh. I thought they were fine. I, I didn't think they were great. Oh, yeah, that stood out. That was one of the reasons that I wanted to like it so much. And they <laughs> they had a 1.5 million Canadian dollar budget <laughs> for this movie. Oh, so that's that's like a hundred bucks. <laughs> it's one point <laughs> one point uh, quarter million. So, but yes, I appreciate the reference, Rob. Uh, yeah, I, they they had they they had a good amount of money. They didn't have a huge amount of money. And I feel like they put out visually an amazing product. And yeah, I give them a lot of credit for that. They had uh, what I would imagine is some practical. I wasn't able to find too much about the effects on this movie. Uh, the digital stuff they had or, or CGI, I guess you'd call it. I don't know. Uh, it all looked good. And I feel like they, uh, they went practical where they needed to, which is really important to me. Like a lot of the, Hell, even a lot of the creatures in there look like just practical stuff. I mean, it was, I, we don't see a lot of that anymore. I, I wanted to touch on this. This is not a complaint about the movie. Um, cause it's actually something I really appreciated. Like there were flaws on Pandora's armor, but you could tell that it was like, it had been made. Like it was actual armor that she was really wearing. <laughs> And it just it first of all uh, that level of craftsmanship because that was like right. some weird ass armor that she was wearing and it it's impressive that someone like actually sat down and made it functional right. for the movie but also it's like I would always rather see like tiny little flaws and seams and stuff for like this pristine perfect creature in a movie than I would see in like a cheap version of it. That has just been, and it just, for costumes especially, that's so important. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you just give them points for it. You give them points for trying and putting that effort in, uh, unlike bad CGI sharks. But they put that effort in, and you give them points just for that alone. But, no, I, I, I see what you mean, Kat. You don't want it to look cheap just for the sake of doing it that way. But I don't think any of them came close to that i think everything no. was very high level it did and yeah. i i really just i i was impressed because i i know it is more expensive to do the practical design like the practical effects and the actual costume design i i know it's got to be like way more expensive to do that than even like mid-grade cgi right. but they they avoided that temptation uh and with a lower budget i'm i'm glad that they they did you know because it, it worked out for them well, that's the difference, I think, too, because a lot of like, yeah, it would have been probably more expensive to do a CGI anyway, but it's also the easier route. And yeah. I think that's what a lot of movies go for. They'll go for that easier route and they spend more money and you cut corners in enough places that money's going to go quick. And I think they did a great job. Like this thing looked high level as far as uh, it be, you know, how it was filmed and the appearance of the actual movie. And then you got this stuff on top of it. I mean, it, 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 I, I don't know how they put all that in there. These Canadian bastards. 
Rob, you're not going to budge on that? You're just okay? It's fine. I, I didn't <laughs> um, I, I didn't have a problem with any of the effects, but I wasn't blown away by them either. So they were fine. Yeah. Maybe it's because of the movie. You know, like, you expect so much less turning into a <laughs> psycho Gorman movie. It could be. I don't know. Like, I, that's my problem. Everything about this movie to me was just fine. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, I really did want to like it, but I couldn't. Um, and at the end of the day, I, I just fall like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't really dislike the film, but I don't really, really care for it either. Like, uh, you know, I've seen it twice now since it, it was released. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know how I feel about monster flicks in general. I mean, and I know there's different levels of it, but, you know, like I, I really got to be in the mood, you know? I like a good monster movie. I just, yeah. this one just, you know, it, it didn't really work for me. I, it was, again, too much trying to be wacky stuff you know like, like what was with the kid that he turned into a giant brain or a ball sack or whatever the hell he was supposed to be yeah ball like, sack dan yeah yeah dan. <laughs> dan. um I, I was just like okay well all right so now this kid is just this and we're all just going to pretend that that's normal i really liked see that was something that i think did give it some charm because then there's just like there are just lingering shots of him like as he's leaving the group and like the credits roll over him having dinner with his family is just like a brain. And I, I don't know. It's it, the whole thing was just so surreal that. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was stupid. I was like, this is dumb. Um, you know, or it, the other scene that really bothered me in this movie was, um, there's a scene like when she's trying to decide whether to give psycho Gorman, the, the jewel or gym or whatever the fuck it is to, you know, uh, after he's been hurt in battle and they know the Templar is coming and she goes into this room and she's like praying in front of a crucifix. That was frustrating because it, I almost pointless. liked it and it went just a little bit too far. Cause yeah, it's like, it's, Oh, it's, the kid's finally going to realize that she's like a terrible child. And then she just didn't. Yeah, no, it's an absolutely pointless scene. And I was like, okay, so it's just about sunglasses, but even that's not really what it's about. This is stupid. Why? What is the what I have? I still have no idea what point that scene served at all. And with a lot of there Mimi scenes, it it feels that way where it's just like they take it one or two lines too far. Yeah, and I guess it was supposed to be funny, but it didn't. I didn't laugh. Uh, I was like, all right, this is just a huge miss all the way around. Yeah, I feel like another part of it would be that maybe would have helped me like it better. It was only an hour and 35 minutes, but I feel like this could have benefited from being a little bit shorter. You yeah. always think it could be shorter. <laughs> no. I, no, I agree with Mikey this time. Cause right. like, like I was saying with some of Mimi's lines with that mm -hmm. one scene, um, even some of the stuff with the parents, like if they had just trimmed down the stuff that wasn't as funny where like jokes didn't land, it probably would have cut like a good 10 minutes yeah, off the 10 movie, minutes. Yeah, but 10, it would have really polished it up. They could have put ten extra minutes of that song in there. They could have, <laughs> they could have had a second musical number in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rob. See now you the can band watch Repo. reunion. Yeah. I like that song. That was a good song. Watch Repo. Repo's got yeah. good songs. Yeah, not, not like that good. I'm gonna sign up to the page <laughs> Patreon just so I can request Repo. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably Chris loves punishing us. You can probably just ask him to do it. He's mad at me. Uh oh! What'd you right do now? now? What'd you I, do? 
I, he he says that I'm a Judas because I was willing to blame him for bad CGI sharks. You know, I loved bad CGI sharks. And I thanked him on the podcast last week. I thanked him publicly several times on Twitter. But I, when it came down to it, I was willing to just blame Chris for all of there, our problems on Slasher Radio. What you yeah. need to know about Chris is that <laughs> you cannot make him happy. There's nothing you can do to make him happy. Trust me, I've tried. <laughs> Oh God, the Judas! Where the fuck did who even call somebody that? Of course, I, know. I, I feel like where Cat was coming from is more like I mean, it's your fault. You might look at it as a good thing, but at the end of the day, you were to blame. Like it was your fault for good or better or worse. You did that shit. He he gave me bad CGI sharks, and I didn't defend him. Unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, there's no making Chris happy. I'll tell you what, there's no making Greg happy. Well, yeah, no, that's an impossible <laughs> task. You can make Chris feel like a king before you make Greg even look at you. Yeah, no, yeah. you can't. There's nothing you can say to Greg. No. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was a very strange movie. It was. It's A lot of things were done great. A lot of things weren't and i don't i don't think they say you know what steven kostansky kostansky uh, sure yeah was the director of this movie uh he did the void the divide father's day i mean i don't know uh, the void, so, like I this like. is his best movie <laughs> huh, you didn't like the void i don't remember the void like I it's one of those things I sat down and I watched it and I was like that was great and then I immediately forgot it so yeah. if it doesn't leave an impression <gasps> with me I assume it wasn't that good oh no what? guys I take that back everything I said this movie was a masterpiece what oh what yeah it was what? great it was phenomenal they couldn't have done any better what did they do um what's the ter- what's what's the catch <laughs> uh I knew this name looks familiar Stephen Kostansky was the director for Leprechaun Returns. Uh, see, yeah, that wasn't good. Uh, fuck. Gonna drop the ball there, Steve. Son of a bitch. I feel like Chris knew this would happen. I'm blaming him for this, too. Okay, but he's also got some very questionable credits on his IMDb page. Does he? Oh, no, 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 no. Never mind. Those are his uh, special effects. I, oh, yeah. I, I, back. I got caught in that, too. Yeah. 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 I was like, he, he worked on it, too. And like wrong turn four and yeah. uh, suicide squad. Suicide squad was the one that really made me mad. But I'll if he didn't write it, I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I just talked bad about the leprechaun. I didn't even know it. <laughs> Shit. This is what happens. This is how it goes sometimes. Um, yeah, I, dude, I it, it's one of those movies where it's really hard to talk about because, like, a, a it, it just I, blends together as blah to the point of you know evening shit out. Yeah, like my opinion of this movie is so middle of the road that I just don't right. have much to so, say. <laughs> this is, uh, and it's weird because like I felt very passionately about it one way or the other the entire way through, but it, it is kind of harder to talk about. I do, however, think this would have been a really good commentary movie because there's always stuff happening in it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, like in retrospect, it's it's weird to kind of try and find stuff to, to pinpoint about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> 
man, I can't believe that leprechaun thing came back to bite me in the ass like that. Shit. Just, that's not a good movie either. <laughs> not really a bad movie. I mean, that's one opinion on it. Wow. <laughs> All right. I didn't like that movie. Yeah. You don't like many things. I don't know, man. Guys, this is going to be a strange portnoy. It is going to be. I have no idea what I'm going to make this one. Not for me. I already know exactly what it is. All right. Okay, I'm going to add just a few points to compensate for rock. No. <laughs> Does anyone have anything else for this? I mean, I don't know. Just that like, I, I get what they were going for. And I think you guys are uh, ultimately, I think you guys are right. A less is more approach would have worked a lot better. Yeah. Had they pulled back a little bit on some of the stuff that they, you know, some of the wackiness and the the stuff that they tried to do, um, it would have probably felt a little more natural, and I would have uh, enjoyed the whole thing uh, a lot more than I did. Uh, I think that they just took everything a little bit too far and ruined it by doing so. They definitely took away from it. I don't know if I'd say ruined it, but you know, they they definitely took from it. Uh, yeah, I think least. that's a weird thing because like the parts that I liked, I still really liked after usually if they t- push something too far in a movie, it ruins the whole thing for me. And I think that's the weird thing about this one is that the stuff that I liked, I still really liked. I just acknowledge that I didn't like the part immediately after that. Like it's. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a weird one, Chris. You, you threw at us here. Um, all right. So do you want to start with the Patreons? Jesus Christ, the port noise. <laughs> yeah, I'll start. Uh, I said it. This movie, I'm right down the middle on. It's a 5.0. Ooh, oh, rookie wow. number zero. Oh, man. Okay. I, res- I I can understand it, though. Yeah, it's, it's it's right down the middle. I really wanted to like it, but it just wouldn't let me. Uh, okay. Every time I started to get into it, it did something that, you know, irritated me or pulled me back out. Um. You know, it's uh, it's it is what it is. It's a five point oh. All right, all right, all right. Um, my score for this movie, Psycho Gorman. Um, I think I'm gonna have to give it a five point two. Oh wow! Yeah, and, and that point two is very important because I want it to be known that it was <coughs> a little over five. So once again, uh, I'm going to come out with the highest portnoy for this by by kind of a lot. I think oh, wow. it's like a six point six. I here I've seen it twice now. Uh, I watched it at, like almost back to back, and I it was fun both times. Like I I probably am not going to watch it again in the near future, but this might be one that I would revisit. It, it's definitely not something you know if I had friends over and they were like. Oh, we want to see Psycho Gorman. That's my dream, by the way, is to have friends that want to watch horror movies with me. Um, <laughs> this is a completely fantasy situation. Get your shit together, Dan. F- yeah, yeah Jim, come on. <laughs> what was his nickname, Rob? Dan the what? Dan the, Dan ball, the ball man. Dan the ball man. <laughs> Dan the ball man. Come on now. You have a standing invitation to watch Psycho Gorman at my house. Um, no, but like, it's just. I, I would watch it again with no qualms. And and usually for a movie that's like, a, all my other fives are things that like I really just don't want to see again. And this is one, you know, it's a six. I'd comfortably watch it again with a smile on my face. It's a little bit higher than that because there are like some takeaway things. There are lines I liked and I, I'm going to remember it fondly. So, yeah, I, I think a 6.6 is where I stand with this one. 
I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. I, w- I would have went with a 6.4 if I were you. It's too, I, I feel it's too close to a seven, but like I said, they did a lot, a lot really, really well in this. You know, they did a lot of things good. So yeah, I can see it. Robbie mad at it. No, no, it's fine. I mean, it's actually a little lower than I thought she was going to give it. <laughs> yeah. there was, It's so weird. Cause there was like, there was a part of my brain that wanted to rank it lower because of my complaints about it. And there was a part of my brain that's like, it's at least a seven. Cause I had such a good time. Like, right. But somewhere in the middle. That's the struggle of this movie. Yeah. Is that they do do some things really well, but then they do some things really, really bad. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) so that's how I ended up at a 5.0. It all just balanced out for me to right in the middle. Yeah. Rob, if you had to move it, though, to either a 5.1 or a 4.9, which one would you lean towards? 5.1. Okay. All right. That's good. Fair enough. Fair enough, guys. All right, well, uh, that was our first Patreon pick. So next month, we'll be back with another Patreon pick. We hope more of you guys will be involved in this. So uh, if you would like to be, head on over to patreon.com forward slash slash radio. You can also find that and all of our episodes, interviews, articles at slash radio.com. Uh, you can also see Kat's spiral review up on there. A very good read, by the way, Kat. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. Right. I, I could feel your passion and, and <laughs> disappointment and, and tears and all yeah. in one. It's very powerful. <laughs> thank you. Very powerful piece. Um, uh, you can also check us out on Twitter at Slasher Radio. I'm at Mikey's Dead. We're also on Twitch at Slasher Radio. Rob, where are you at? I'm on Twitter at Radio Rob123. Um, of course, you can always find me hosting shows on the Lord Humphrey Audio <laughs> Entertainment Network, which is oh. part of our Patreon. Or you can listen to my other show, This Horror Life, wherever you are listening to Slasher Radio. Damn network. Cat, <laughs> where are you at? You can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour, V-O-L-E-U-R. You can also check out the horror channel that I write for over on YouTube <laughs> called Blood Binge. We just posted A Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, yeah, that's right. You didn't even tell me. I, I only found out, I found out like on my way to record this that it had uploaded. Damn, man. Yeah, I've seen that. Right. I haven't don't, even seen this one yet. <laughs> don't you subscribe to the channel, Mikey? That's how I seen it. And I was All like, right. but I, mean, I could have got some bad. It was Freddy Krueger, damn it. Come on. Well, I didn't know that it was coming out. <laughs> my understanding was that we were going to be posting Saw uh, up until Spiral release. So. Damn, God. Nightmare on Elm Street just like dropped on me today and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was expecting Friday the 13th part three, but that didn't show up. Yeah, I feel betrayed. I, was hard. I want so, you to know I was I upset. also feel betrayed. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better. Yeah. Go check out Blood Binge, even though Cat broke my heart about it. <laughs> uh, and check us out next week, guys. We'll be here. Go make sure you review the show and all that shit. Good night from Slasher Radio. See you, Dan the Ball Man. <laughs> Kat, you lost a friend. I know. (laughs) That'll be fine. It's fine. (laughs) I think anyone, uh, this is me making assumptions uh, about my own friends. I think anyone that prefers the Manscaped Reads part of a podcast probably (laughs) is going to be okay with being called Dan the Ball Man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad we have Kat saying Dan the Ball Man recorded forever (laughs) now. Oh, no. (laughs) I have lost a friend now. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he clips that on his phone and just will play it to embarrass the shit out of Dan the Ball, man. <laughs>
Best of Slasher Radio Podcast.